sack Is that all you get for your money? And if that's what you have in mind Yeah, that's what you're all about Good luck moving up as I'm moving out Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, I've got one kid that my youngest that calls and every three day weekend. He's in a different country, so he's in London <laughs> today. <laughs> he is a world traveler. He really does. He yeah. and his whole family. Yeah. He takes the family, and they there they go. Well, they're stationed in Germany, so they're a little bit closer, but uh, to London <laughs> than we are. You know, you're a military family when you say, "Well, Germany is closer." I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your Thanksgiving is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah. So we we are a. Large blended family, and so like many who of our listeners, you have multiple Thanksgivings going on, and um, so ours slotted time period is Sunday after Thanksgiving, which is perfect. I love it because then, like, I'm going to do some some smoked salmon on the grill and well, and have a great time. But then you're off to pro football. That's it. See, I I like college football, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Well, do you know what we're talking about today? Cash. Cash and as is. As is is kind of a major factor there. And I'm wondering, why do people buy cash and does it really mean mm-hmm. anything uh, more than, I mean, used to, it meant a lot. Uh, does it still? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why someone would sell as is as opposed to with inspections. Do you know? When I go out to list a property, what's the one thing nearly every seller wants to do? They want to sell as is. I'm going, and my comment on that is, well, you can do that. You could do that. Yeah. But when you do that, what do you think when you buy something as is, Mark? Yeah, because working with buyers, when they see that term as is, they see... Oh, there's problems. Right. That means there's problems that they're moving because there's something wrong with the house. There you go. Yep. And they're not going to give you a discount on an as-is purchase. Very little discount. So why do people sell as-is and why do they sell for cash? Let's talk about cash for a minute. Let's talk about it. If you want to join the conversation today, the number is 405 1000 That's 405-840-1000. So if someone wants to sell and they say, we want a cash offer, we're not going to take an offer for a loan. What's the number one reason why people would say, we only want a cash offer? Well, probably they've had a problem before of a, in a previous property or maybe even this property where someone has not qualified for their financing or it didn't. The property didn't qualify for financing. Maybe it didn't appraise for enough money or there were, were repair requirements mm-hmm. in the property. So uh, that would be my answer to that. Yeah, I, I, that's what I, I agree with you. Most often it is the number one reason is the house 
won't qualify for a loan or may not qualify for a loan. And they don't want the uncertainty of an appraisal. Right now we're having great appraisals because we're not in a rapidly ascending market in price. So we don't have to wait for – I mean the property prices that have sold have been high mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. They've been pretty high. So uh, when you use comparable properties that are – that have sold for a lot, you're, it's pretty easy to find uh, the properties that will justify the price you want. So with cash, cash, is there no appraisal that's with it? Do you know our contract actually uh, at times has said, yes, the buyer can get, an, a, I guess, an appraisal. Mm-hmm. If they want to, and the property would have to appraise for a certain amount of money. Our contract right now does not say that. So if you want your – in fact, we have a cash contract. Unless you attach a supplement to it, it's a cash contract. So, you know, it doesn't have to appraise for the amount of money because you're unless you write it in paragraph 13 the special provisions that it must appraise that it must appraise for yeah that for the purchase price then it does not have to that's yeah. between the buyer and the seller so on on a contract would the um, paragraph 7 the investigation uh, reviews um, inspections inspections and reviews would that cover an appraisal during that, like, like, would it cover that if a client got an appraisal and it didn't appraise that they could cancel the contract? Well, I think that would be a an arguable point. That's what see. That's what I'm bringing it up because I think according to the wording there, it would be fuzzy. As well, a buyer, I would write it in. If you get it, if you get your investigations, which is what that would be under, right. Uh, inspections and reviews, and you investigate the value uh, by getting an appraisal, I think that would be a legit reason that you may or may not go through with the contract because you can opt out if your investigations, inspections, and reviews are not to the buyer's sole satisfaction. So you don't have to state, well, the air conditioner isn't working, so we're not going to buy it. It's just... You've got that period of time to where you get to investigate. Now, those investigations cost you money. Right. Because the inspections, investigations are typically something you research yourself. Right. Like the city sewer has backed up in this area three times in the last year. You investigate and figure that out, and you're going, I don't think I want to buy that house if the city <laughs> sewer is going to back up and into the property, right? That that would be a reason I would say, mm, not my house. That's pass, yeah. hard pass, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that you know, with a cash offer and the um, the appraisal, so the buyer is purchasing the appraisal. The the buyer ordinarily always buys the appraisal. Well, correct? sometimes the seller does, especially on a VA loan. Now, often, most often. The veteran will pay for that appraisal up front and then maybe reimbursed at closing by the seller. 
who might be paying their closing cost. So uh, the cost, they're negotiable. Anybody mm. can pay for the appraisal. Most of the time, the buyer pays for the appraisal. So with your cash, it's kind of up to the buyer to do an appraisal. If you're getting a loan, the lender nearly always requires an appraisal. Yes, almost always. Almost always. But there are times they do actually. A, what They do what, a drive-by appraisal or they waive the appraisal. I had the uh, house I sold most over the listing price, the buyer – the buyer's lender waived the appraisal because I was just holding my breath. Is this going to appraise? And it sold for, I think it was $100,000 over list price. My goodness. Yeah. And we'll be right back with more here on Oklahoma Real Estate On The Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're talking about buying and selling with cash or asking for cash on a sell. Now, Becky, who's buying with cash? This might be surprising. Okay. The biggest percentage of cash buyers are single women. Isn't that something? That is surprising. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's not that much higher than the others, but it isn't it about twenty seven or twenty eight percent. Yeah, according to the National Association of Realtors, the NAR, twenty eight percent of uh, women, single women, purchase using cash. Married couples is twenty seven percent, and uh, single men was was a little bit lower. I think we twenty um, percent. Yeah, we don't quite handle our cash as well. I think is what. I, it could be shocking to some people out there that single men don't handle cash oh. very well. <laughs> could be. Could be a shocker. Yeah. Yes, 20%. Yeah. So, but that's nearly a quarter of sales yeah. are cash. That's a, that, that is that is a, an amazing thing. And when, like, especially, I know you and I have talked about this, and we've talked about it on the, on the radio program, is during – the pandemic, when we saw just the interest rate was so low, there was cash coming out of the woodworks. I know. Well, which is what surprised me. Well, that's because it. you weren't earning anything on your cash. Grandparents and parents were not earning anything on their cash to speak of. I mean, 2% yeah. interest rate. So why don't you loan it? to one of your kids or grandkids that you know is going to pay it back for three and a half percent. You help them, you help yourself, you know, it's yeah. not very liquid when you do that though. So, so that kid's not going to sell that house, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to, going to opt for, uh, take their three and a half percent and turn it into uh, seven, seven and a half seven percent, and a half percent. Right. Yeah. Okay. But if you want to buy like you have cash, and you don't have cash, how do you do that? Well, you go to someone that's respected in the industry, usually a local lender here in the metro that has a reputation for giving the correct prequalification letters, and you say, can you run my credit and my information through the underwriter? 
I want to be pre-approved for this loan. Now, you can be pers- – there's three qualifications to get the loan. You The borrower has to be pre-approved, has to be approved for the loan to get it. The property has to be approved, meaning the appraisal of the property, not just value, but sometimes they require repairs. And the third thing is the title of the property has to be a marketable and clear title. So uh, if you can solve the problem of the first approving yourself and get a letter from a local lender, say, I've run the credit, I've got the employment history, I've verified the assets, uh, I've run this borrower through underwriting, and they have been approved to for a loan in this amount of money. Now, they don't just say this amount of money. They go, this percentage of loan, this type of loan, mm-hmm. you know, this person has been approved for a VA loan so long as they can get the seller to pay 2% of the purchase price for closing costs or whatever. I mean, there there can be some requirements. So you do need to read that pre-approval letter. But you can be taken seriously if you have that, not just a pre-qualified where if everything comes back, back as your application says then you'll be qualified for the loan i remember the when i first started working for you becky that you just talk about you have to read everything and especially pre-approval versus pre-qualified and they're not all the same even not all pre-approval are the same i had one of my agents come up to me and wonder why they didn't I, – I did not advise my seller to take the offer they had written on the property. Well, it's full price. So they were thinking that I should convince the seller that that was a good deal. Well, with some investigation, it not only was not full price, it was – it said it was full price on the – the purchase price, but it was asking for 6% of the purchase price and closing costs. Mm. So it's an FHA loan, and it was contingent upon selling a used mobile home. <laughs> and it's hard, even if you can find a buyer for a used mobile home, it's difficult it's to find sell. a loan. Yeah. So, no, that was not a, especially – when you're sitting there with multiple offers, yeah. uh, you you take the – I mean, cash is good, but you don't – it's not always – you have to read that pre-qualification letter. Yeah. You, have to, you have to make sure you have all the, all the I's dotted and T's crossed. And as I always say, and dot those lowercase j's. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones that get me. So on the who is buying cash, so what about these – I have people who ask me all the time. They get calls of people who are going, I'm going to pay you cash for your home. They have on their own a robocall. Well, I I have a few properties that I own, and I get these calls too. Uh, now, I just say, I'm a real estate broker. Please take me off your calling list because if I'm selling my house, it's not to you. <laughs> I mean, I don't say that. I try to be uh, – kind and say good luck in your prospecting yep. because they're just prospecting to if they make 300 calls they might find somebody willing to sell their house and hopefully for less money than it's worth that's what they're asking you to do 
so uh, don't fall for that. If you get a call like that and you're tempted by it, then by all means, call us because guess what? We buy property too. <laughs> and we actually have the money in the bank to pay for that property. And you don't have to worry about it. So, and chances are we would buy the property for more than that robocall because they're not going to give you what they say they're going to give you anyway. They usually yeah. reduce it by 15% from what they mm-hmm. offer you plus repairs. Yeah. So, uh, it those calls are not good calls for you. But what if you need to sell as is? Everybody wants to sell as is. But why would a seller choose to sell their property as is? I mean, can you think of a reason? Yeah, sure. I, the, one of the things is you have, especially if it is um, often if it's a, like a property that you're not in town, you've inherited it, you're, you're out of town, you're, you want to just have not deal with it. Uh, you want to deal with it as little as possible. It, you could do it as is and you price it right. for as is. Right. And sometimes the convenience of the quick sale is worth the extra profit that you could have gotten had you had everything fixed. Mm-hmm. So that a lot of you get that sometimes with uh, the inherited properties. So yeah, that you're right. Kind of does the same thing with if you ask for only cash. You don't want to deal with a loan. You don't want to deal with an appraisal. That you want a quick sale. You're going to do for cat. Well, you're cutting out three-fourths of your buyers. Yeah, you sure are. And those are the ones that are likely going to pay you more money. So, But on the as-is, the thing is, uh, most people that want to sell as-is, they want to sell quickly. So that's it. They need to sell, and they need to sell right now. So they need the money for something. Do you know, I had somebody call me one time that said, I want to sell this property for this much money. And I said, whoa. I said, I'll pay you that much money. (laughs) I said, but I couldn't do that without trying to get you more money first. Well, no, I need it closed in 10 days, and this is how much I'll take for it. Well, of course, I did convince them, what if it takes 12 days and you could net $20,000 more money? Would you do that? Because I just didn't feel right about that, you yeah. know. I uh, wish I'd have bought it in retrospect. But what had happened, sometimes there's a personal event. Mm-hmm. Their son had been arrested for a serious charge, and they needed they bail, need money. bail money. And they needed lawyer money. So to them, it wasn't worth the extra profit, the mm-hmm. convenience of a quick as-is sale. And there are many motivations for that. I mean, maybe you've got a big tax bill due or whatever, and you're just tired of dealing with a property. So sometimes you sell as is. Uh, But I'll tell you the most common reason to sell as is. Are you telling me there's one minute left? There's one minute left. Okay. Well, we're going to come back to this then (laughs) because the most common reason that someone sells as is is because the repairs 
are more than they can afford, and they don't even know where to start making these repairs. And we're going to talk about that in depth, actually, when we come back. Right here on Oklahoma Real Estate On The Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team, here with Becky Ivins, and it is time for our word of the day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. Give them a call at 405-728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Becky, what's our word of the day? Emotional. Well, I feel emotional about that. I I bet you do. Well, emotional is arousing or characterized by intense feelings. Okay? So having feelings that are easily excited and openly displayed. Okay, so why? how does that relate to selling as is? Well, because you can minimize the emotional load of the repairs or the value by buying as is. So the seller, uh, it's not worth it. The extra worry, yeah. anxiety, and emotional feelings are not worth the increased sales price to some sellers. A lot of sellers, I might A lot add. of sellers, yeah. And I, I've worked with buyers a lot on presenting an <laughs> offer that a buyer can say yes to. That's one of the things that I have. It's like, you know, we want to present an offer that they can say yes to. So take away those stoppers that are right. going to. So one of those is we're, we, we won't ask for anything within the treatment, repair, and replacement. We're going to take it as is. But that is different than not doing inspections. Right. Uh, uh, I will tell you a lot of realtors don't understand this. Uh, if you put in your special provisions paragraph, paragraph 13 of our contract form, the that the buyer is purchasing the property as is, but you do not – eliminate paragraph seven, which is the inspections, investigations, and reviews paragraph and what happens with all that, that doesn't mean that your buyer is actually going to buy the property. They can opt out of buying that property uh, or they can still ask for a repair. Now the seller can turn them down on the repair, but then you've got to start over again with a different buyer. So you have to know your contract. It's funny. I've had, I've talked like I've had as someone who goes, they really want the word as is put in that paragraph 13, which actually doesn't change our contract at all because our contract is an as is contract, right? Sellers are not obligated to repair anything. Of course, and the buyer's not obligated the buyer's to purchase. Not, right. If they don't, if the if seller can't come doesn't. to an agreement right. on what's being treated, repair and replaced. And then the same thing goes for that when it comes to the the lender may acquire things. Right. 
And you can get to some sticky situations. Well, with especially lender. especially uh, structural issues with a lender. If an appraiser questions a struct uh, questions the structure, or they question whether or not that property is going to deteriorate too fast because of maybe a worn out roof, maybe exposed wood, maybe windows that are not sealing the property properly. Mm-hmm. And the, the lender can require that you have like a structural inspection and then they will review it and decide if they're willing to loan on that property. They can require that a new roof be put on the property prior to as a condition of loaning the money. So there's a lot to be considered in an as-is purchase mm-hmm. or an as-is sale. Now, an as-is sale, I will tell you, one of the things that folks don't want to do is come up with the money and they don't even know where to start. Uh, oh, three or four years ago, I had this woman. It was so interesting that she was so afraid of selling the property with repairs because she had three repairs that she didn't know how to, who to call or what they would cost to mm. fix. One was the bumper of her car had made a hole in the sheetrock in the garage. I said, well, you know, it was a pretty good size hole. I said, you know, that's like between about 100 and 150 to get that fixed and painted. Really? Who would I call to do that? I said, you call me because I know the people who do that. Uh, because she just thought it was going to be hundreds of dollars, yeah. maybe thousands. She yeah. did, had no clue. Uh, and then she had not been able to get her shower door to shut. And it was cracked. So she needed a mm. new shower door. Yeah. Well, actually, one shower door was cracked. The other shower door wouldn't close. So the hinge was out of whack, and actually there was a, you know, the sweep at the bottom of the shower door. It was buckled up under there and had actually damaged the hinges on the door because she'd tried to force it shut. Mm. So it was, so you call a glass company, and they come out and do that. And now this particular lady had the money to get it repaired, I said, let's get the, these repairs started bef- as we put it on the market. Yeah, you don't want to wait till afterwards, but you know that this is going to need to be fixed, right. and you don't want to take eight thousand dollars less for your property if you can fix it for twenty five hundred. Right, and she just was so relieved. So it's that people don't know, and or they don't have the money. So if they don't have the money. Here's the cool deal about us. I'll loan them the money. So that was going to be my question to you. Mm-hmm. Over can because a lot of times the the most significant amount of money they have is the equity they have in their home, and that they're selling it. Right. So are they able to use that in order to make the repairs needed to sell? If there's enough equity in the home to where I'm real, I, I don't want to loan my money and not get it back. I don't charge interest on it if they list the property with me. You have to sign listing papers first. I have my requirements. 
uh, I've worked hard for my money. I do not want to just throw it away, right? If I'm going to fix something, I'll fix something at my own house. But I, I will loan up to 2% of the cost of the house. So the average house costs, what, about $300,000? Mm-hmm. And maybe it needs a new roof, but you don't have the deductible or the depreciation to pay for that. Well, if your deductible is $5,000 and your depreciation is $1,000, well, you can borrow $6,000 from me. And I will front that money if you have enough equity in your home mm-hmm. and if you have a real desire to sell it. I've been real fortunate. No one has uh, tried not to sell their house or something like that. Yeah. Because if you take your house off the market, it's due immediately. Right. I file a lien. I file it in small claims court <laughs> i'm going to collect my money well, back but that's that's just reasonable yeah and that's i mean that happens with anybody who does repairs on a home and it's looking to get purchased and looking to get paid at closing right if they don't get paid they have the right to put a lien against that home correct correct and you can't sell a home with a lien on it right it has to be clear title Clear and marketable title. So that's one of that is a real big advantage someone has in going with us. Yeah, is because first of all we can buy their property if they really want a fast. If they want a quick, quick, clean deal, and then also if it needs repair, we'll help you coordinate that. We've got people that list property with us that are out of state, and they're not here to let the repairman in. So we can help them with that. I mean, our whole thing is, what when our telephone rings, what does it mean, Mark? I mean, someone needs help. Somebody needs help, and we're there to help them. That's it. I mean, that's that's our whole culture of our office is we're there to help, and that's the old social worker coming out <laughs> in me. I always say I'm a social worker with a real estate license. That's it. And, you know, and a smart one. I mean, you know, we're not going to take unreasonable risk or anything, but we can help. We have the ability to help, and yeah. we're going to help you if you need the help. We have a home that's going to be coming to market in the next couple of weeks that um, it was this situation. A friend of mine whose uh, father kept getting calls about selling it, sell, you know, I'll buy your house, I'll buy your house. And he was having overly many conversations, and my friend talked to me, and I'm like, if he wants just a quick, doesn't have to worry about it, cash sale, we can do that. Just tell him we can do that. But if he wants the most for his money, then it needs to go into the market. Right. Because someone who's willing to buy, they're just going to turn around and sell. And that's the guaranteed sale program, too. I mean, we will offer you a certain amount of money for your house. Yep. And if you put it on the market and it doesn't sell, we will pay you we'll that pay amount you that of money. Yeah. So the the guaranteed sale uh, is and well and take by the way take that guaranteed sale from somebody who's liquid enough to actually purchase your home yeah right I mean they've got the money to purchase it uh, so well and what I told them and we've seen this is that oftentimes the amount of cash offer they offer is not the actual cash that's going to come in the end I've never seen it be the actual cash it, it, that amount is in my experience. The amount they pay is always less. Yeah. And we want you to come out with the most, and it's just part of our heartbeat. It always hurts when someone starts heading down that road, and then they call us and go, 
I thought I was going to get X amount. And now I'm not. And now I'm not. And how about buying as is? We're going to talk about the legal implications and what your risks are buying as is. And we're coming back with your smoking hot deal also right here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. It is time for our smoking hot deal. Our smoking hat deal is brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the southwest corner of 122nd and Penn on 63rd, just west of Meridian at 505 East Main Street in Yukon, and now open on May, just north of Hefner Road. It's such a pretty location. Yeah. I love that. Okay, our smoking hot deal today is in Dell City, uh, and it's mid Dell Schools. So here we go Epperly Heights. Now, I grew up in Midwest City, so I'm very familiar this, with this. Is your home ground? Where it you, is. Yeah. It is. People go. It, it amazes me that folks say, "Well, do you sell property in Choctaw? Do you sell in Midwest City?" And I'm thinking, "Well, uh, yes, we do, because actually, I've got a good presence there because uh, we, you know, I grew up there, and a lot mm-hmm. of people there. Yeah, siblings are there. Uh, okay, we've got." 1,685 square feet. This is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom home, has a one-car garage and a two-car carport out front. So the driveway is big enough to park two cars undercover. Uh, this is one sixty nine nine is the price. Uh, it's kind of a pretty home. They have taken up the uh, flooring. So the add-on, which was about 600 square feet on the back of the house Mm -hmm. uh, does not have hardwood floors. It's got like plywood floors. Uh, So you're going to want to cover that with something. The other carpet was covering up hardwood floors because this being a conventional floor house, meaning it's built up off the ground and there's crawl space under it. And there are hardwood floors that some would want to refinish. Others would find them fine. Yeah. Uh, this is about a hundred dollars a square foot, which, by the way, is a pretty good buy on a house. And the taxes on it are way less than a thousand dollars, so it's seven hundred fifty-seven dollars for taxes annually. Uh, so you know, built in nineteen fifty-three, but Epperly Heights has always been a good, solid neighborhood. And uh, if you want to see it, just Give us a call. Yep, or go to BeckyIvans.com, click on search listings. You'll see it right there. You'll be able to take a virtual walkthrough or schedule an appointment to see it for yourself. We'd yeah. love to show it to you. There you go. That's our smoking hot deal brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill. Okay. Uh, we're talking about as-is purchases, mm-hmm. and there are some legal considerations to be taken into account. And one of those is disclosures and inspection rights. Uh, the contract, that the way it's written, and the closing documents. If you are a seller and you sell something as is, you want to be sure that you have filled out the state-required disclosures. Now, most folks have to do a disclosure. There is an exemption in certain instances, and the instances are like if you have not lived in the property uh, as an adult, 
And so you've not had any kind of exposure to the maintenance or repairs done on that property. Maybe you inherit a property. Mm-hmm. You can be exempt from disclosures unless you know something about that property. And then you need to do a disclosure. You can put unknown as your answer on every single thing if you want to disclose one thing. Like you know the roof was replaced last year. So if that's all you know, that's all you have to fill out on that disclosure. Everything else can be unknown. So uh, the disclosure requirements, and if the property was built prior to 1978, a lead-based paint disclosure must be filled out by federal law and state law. Uh, So the considerations are the rights to inspect and to opt out of the property, purchase if you find something. Maybe you find mold growing in the attic. Mm -hmm. Well, I would opt out of that. Chances are if it's – now, if it's a little spot of mold – I probably would not opt out. I would have it remediated. But there's things that would cause you to opt out. One of those can be like termites that have eaten the house up. You can't see it because they're inside the walls. So that, you know, so disclosures, yeah, inspections. So you want to take, take that into mind. And then you also need to get a form signed at closing saying, that the buyer accepts the property in its current condition. Uh, and it, that also addresses whether or not they've had a termite inspection or not. Don't, mm-hmm. don't let that termite thing go. I mean, have a termite inspection. Cost you $100. And the treatment for termites, although it's not all that much, it usually runs, what, $1,000, $1,500 in that range. But the repairs from termites, if you find termites and they're, you don't know because you can't use your x-ray vision to look inside those walls, that can be very yeah. costly. So don't give up your termite inspection. Most lenders will require a termite inspection, but, but it's been, not 100%. And we've been talking about cash today, and too. Cash. Cash buyers. If you're a cash buyer. Get that termite. That's what and, I've, I have the conversation with them of going, if you choose not to, I'm going to have you sign a statement saying you chose not to. Right. Yes. In fact. That I advised you that it is highly recommended that you get a termite inspection. Yes. Uh, especially. Your real estate professional told you. Get one. Get one. <laughs> and how do you choose an inspector? You know? Uh, term, uh, well, termite inspection. There's also other wood-destroying organisms other than termites, by the way. I mean, the... Holy polies, the carpenter ants, the... Wood rot. Wood rot. <laughs> certain types of wasps and bees and... I mean, there's just things that you need to inspect for. Our inspector inspects for all of those things. And that is call us first. Home inspections. There you go. Yep. Call us first is the name of it. And go to my website and look at Becky's favorites. I don't know that I've ever been more pleased with an inspection company than that inspection mm-hmm. company. Do yourself a favor. Get the house inspected. Get the barn inspected. Get the outbuilding inspected. You don't want to buy a 
problem. It's okay if you want to fix it up and flip it and uh, do the repairs and the updates yourself, but get it inspected. That kind of gives you a checklist of things to do. If someone's selling as is, would you potentially advise them to have a home inspection done and provided? Well, that would that would depend on the property, you know. Yeah. Sometimes people sell as is because it's very outdated and not in style. I'd rather buy a home that is that covered in wallpaper from the sixties than that but has been kept meticulously maintained than to buy a home that has all spiffy paint and looks awesome but has not been well maintained. So your inspector will tell you that if you get a good inspector like Scott Hill and his gang over at Calls First. And if you need any help with that, go to BeckyIvins.com, click on Becky's Favorite, or just give us a call at the office at 405-722-3232. As always, thanks for being with us here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. May the Lord always watch over you. And may all of your hopes turn to wishes And may all of your wishes come true May each day 